Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, January 2nd, we're back. 2023. Wow. Feels crazy, man. New Year's. It's actually national. Thank God it's Monday day, but I'm not even going to bury the lead. New year, new pod. How is everybody doing? How was their New Year's? Let's start with Alex. Yeah, I spent New Year's uh, working, so it was pretty raw. <laughs> um, yeah, it, like I think New Year's went by like, and then everyone was like, Happy New Year's. But I was like busy hanging an IV bag, so not a big deal. Let's go um, focus. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we ordered some McDonald's to the unit, which was pretty good. So, um, yeah, not not the not the worst night. So, did you good. see any any crazy like fireworks in, injuries? Or, like, no, no. Probably in the ER they would have saw that. Oh, yeah. um, but <laughs> maybe point. one day if I get to Great the point. ER, I might start you know <laughs> seeing like like seasonal. Very true. Okay. I forgot yeah. how the hospital worked for a second. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. I was going to ask the same thing, honestly. So yeah. I, no shame in that one there. What yes. about Adam and Owen? I'm asking because I know they were together pre-scout. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was with uh, I was with Owen. I like a little house party. Uh, we were with a bunch of other friends. We were expecting, you know, some more friends to come, but unfortunately like didn't respond to some Wait, calls. Adam, can you can you explain the the new move that you discovered that you pulled yesterday too? Well, it's not like <laughs> I didn't discover the move, but I discovered that it has a name. But I've been doing the move. I did it like at a party last summer. I've done more context, times. Adam. We're gonna need more context. Yeah. Okay, well Owen taught me that this is called the Irish goodbye, which is basically when you just leave. So we just leave without telling anybody yeah you, you just, just like leave. sneak out yeah so <laughs> I, I did it multiple times yesterday um and i've done it in the past i just didn't know it had a name so it's pretty good because when you're like trying to leave and you have to say bye to everyone it usually gets like dragged out and it's just way easier to just like walk out so raw adam i like <laughs> that dude you have priorities like just getting out is the first step and that's what you're gonna do well, i like it the best part is he says he did it multiple times because the irish goodbye to his family to come to this event <laughs> and the irish goodbye <laughs> everyone at the event to get back to the family so he just oh. everyone is getting goodbye, irish goodbye left and right oh no dude yeah. that's brutal yeah. man so what um, about you phil <laughs> I had a great, I had a good evening. Great evening. Phil, really. Phil texted me. Phil texted me at like eight p.m. Oh, like, that's interesting. New Year's Eve is the got to be the worst holiday ever. And it I'm is. like, I can, I can see what you're saying. I'm like, well, why is that? PM. He's like, you know, like you're waiting around. You miss your entire day the next day. You can't leave till two p.m. I'm like, you know, those are all valid points. Anyway, <laughs> NFL. Let's just get into it because, he, well, here's the first thing we need to cover. First of all, I don't want to hear this. You're recording before the Ravens Steelers game from anybody because I know that it matters, but somebody on this podcast saves lives and I yep. can't be the guy who says, no, we're watching Ravens Steelers. So I don't want to hear any complaints from anybody yeah. is what I'm about to say. Not only that, but there's also guys that have like dates planned out. Guy, guy. Oh, guy, sorry, guy. Or people with like hangouts with their friend group planned out, like people with lives. These are all good. We're we're a podcast that has plans. Yes, yeah. 
we're pretty popular. Multi-sport to, athletes. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. multi-condition hangout athletes. That's yeah. what I would say. Slash occupation. So I don't want to hear it. So we are recording. I'm looking at Mike Tomlin right now. It's pregame, but um, there is still. You know, the Steelers still have a chance, but whatever. We'll get into the stuff from today anyway. I think the biggest stories will not change. We're going to play a little game that I cooked up this afternoon called Do You Believe In? And I'm just going to rattle off some names of teams and some people, and you're going to tell me if you're a believer in what they've got going on. And we're going to start out with what I would consider to be the biggest story of the day, the Green Bay Packers, who roll to a 41-3 victory over the 12-4 with the minus 19-point differential Minnesota Vikings. And the Packers have now won four in a row and control their own destiny. If they win next Sunday, they are in in the seventh seed. Do you think this is a new Packer team, Owen? Are you buying the stock? Are you believing yeah, I think I am believing. Um, we mentioned like before the season even started, they can't really judge the Packers until November. And that's kind of exactly how it played out because maybe that was a bit, you know, November, December, right? And that's kind of exactly how it played out because they were pretty anemic. Like I thought, to be honest, I thought we'd seen the last of like good productive Aaron Rodgers, but he's looked good. Uh, and better, more than that, the defense looked really good. Like Jair, Jair Alexander's looked like the best corner in the NFL over the last like two, three weeks. So um, I like their team a lot at this point in the year. And I think, you know, I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender, but uh, I think they will end up making the playoffs and, you know, they could win a game. I completely agree. I love the, you know, second half surge. Um, I'm a big believer in like, you know, playing your best football towards the end. And they're a complete reversal of the of the Vikings. Like the Vikings are playing really, really, really good football in September. And, you know, since then they haven't been playing so great. And none of that matters anymore, like the good September start that they had. So um, I love the Packers, you know, turning it on late. They're definitely a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. Um, and I like how they saved, you know, some of their best football here for January. So uh, I am a big believer. Um, really, you know, uh, has a, it's a team with a lot of veterans. So I believe, you know, they could definitely do some damage in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I told Phil that looking at the road for the Cowboys, my favorite team, obviously, it's either we somehow get the one seed and we have to play the Packers or we get the five seed and we have to play Tom Brady. And either way, I'm not happy. So, um, yeah, I think they're definitely a very scary team. I don't see them losing next week and I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. I think the good news for the Vikings, if there is any, and we'll get into the the playoff picture in a second, but the Vikings losing today in combination with the Niners winning puts San Francisco ahead of Minnesota, which means that, you know, Minnesota wouldn't have to play the boogeyman, Aaron Rodgers, in the playoffs. And those Vikings, we can get to them later, but I, I just want it to be known early and often I can't wait to, you know, consider an unserious demotion for those Vikings. I absolutely cannot stand them. So I'm excited to get into that. But what about the Los Angeles Chargers? They've also won four in a row. And, you know, we haven't done a Sunday show in a while. So the last time we had them, we had them in the frisk. To me, I'm a believer. I would consider putting them in the good zone. I know they still have Brandon Staley, and I know they only beat the Rams. But to me, since they've gotten their guys back, Allen and Williams, and Herbert looks a little bit healthier towards down the stretch here, I wouldn't want to play this team at all in the AFC. They're definitely the best wild card, in my opinion. I would have them, you know, honestly up there to me with the Kansas Cities and the uh, Cincinnati's, the way they're playing. I think they could beat them on any given day, personally. So I just want to say, since we put them in their one-week timeout, I think that's 
the beginning of their four and zero streak. So that's actually facts. I think I, we can take partial credit for that as a show. We gave him a little them kick in the pants. Yeah, a little launch pad situation. Yeah. We gave him the boost up. Yeah, but I agree. I think I think they are a really good team. Like they're a lot different now with their receivers healthy. Even though, I mean, I don't know if I've said it on the show or not. I think, like, I don't think these are great receivers generally speaking. Like Keenan Allen, I think is he's still solid, but he's he's getting up there in age. I would like them in the maybe draft or between this season and next season to get another guy. But I mean, they're better than it's better than Parham as your wide receiver one. So I think they are actually a dangerous team. I don't think they're in the same class as the bills and the, and the chiefs and the Bengals, just because I feel like they don't have the firepower that those teams have where they can just score in like, you know, two seconds. Um, But they are a contender for sure. Alex, are you going to tell me they're, they're tricking me again? Yeah, I I do not believe in the Chargers. Um, let's see here. Schedule Alex. Uh, like the last four wins have been super soft. The Dolphins, Titans, Colts, and Rams. I mean, I, I get like the the four wins seem tempting and that they have all their guys back, but like I've seen this team so many times with like all the firepower that they do have, just like disappoint. Um, it'd be their first playoff experience, and they don't strike me as a team that can like you know, um, clutch it out in the end or you know um get points when it matters um staley's someone i don't have confidence in going into the playoffs either um so i just i just i won't be uh i won't be supporting the chargers unfortunately here i believe in them uh i'm i'm kind of with owen i don't think they're uh like bills chiefs level bills bengals chiefs but they're still good they can they're scary to me they're the fourth best team i think those three are still probably got the gap like you say I've seen a lot of people talking about Mike McDaniel today, which I think is an interesting one because, you know, eight and three start schedule. Alex can tell me about the five straight losses they've had, but I think that there were some in there that were tough, but there were also some in there that they easily could have had. And today I would put in that category, New England was Owen, I think seven or sorry, Owen five against teams over 500 this season. And so to get Miami in there and lose, I, even though it was Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson, I I got to be wondering if they still wish they had Brian Flores in there this time of year. I'm I'm I'd be full on pressing the panic button for me, but Owen, you shaking your head? No, I give him I give him some slack because I think Skylar Thompson. I don't think he'll be in the NFL for very much longer. He's a really really terrible quarterback, and I think if Teddy Bridgewater stays in that game, I think they probably win, um, because. Uh, when Skylar Thompson came in, I mean, they had that drive at the end, which was annoying to watch. But yeah, no, outside of that, I don't think he was really moving the ball at all. So I cut him some slack there. And then I think even when Tua and Teddy are there, I think they're pretty poor quarterbacks overall. Like, I don't think he has good quarterback play. Um, but outside of that, I mean, he's got the, the the weapons, you know, his receivers. I think he schemes well, like he's able to scheme Tyree Kill a lot of touches in, in the offense and his defense is pretty good. So I, I don't think, I don't, you know, I think he's a good coach. I just think he's had some bad luck with quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, their division's been hard this year to be yeah. fair to him. But to me, I felt like this is a year that, I mean, they, they haven't been able to stop their slides at any point. And they, they were dumping Gatorade on him after week three. Like I, if I was a fan of that team, I would be pretty, upset with how the back half of this went because this is a team that went to eight and three and we had in elite zone but then how much how much do you think is him and how much do you think is 
like Tua and the quarterback, or do you not think any of it's on Tua? Because well, personally, I think Tua's terrible. I don't think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I would agree with that too, but I still feel like the team is talented enough that, I mean, the argument with Tua is you're eight and three with them. Like if you, if you have to go to the backup at any point, it shouldn't be that big of a difference. So to yeah. me, like, and, and Teddy Bridgewater, the he gets hurt every game he's ever played. I don't, I don't know what he, he's never started and finished a game. Like today was, they had to tape down his pinkies. Like, oh, I can't go. I think he's doing a long-term Brian Hoyer, to be honest. I think we cracked the case on that one, but Alex, where you stand? Yeah. The five, five losses is definitely no excuse, but they were hard. You know, they had the 49ers and the bills and the Packers in there, which were definitely tough teams. Um, but I, I kind of agree with Owen. I don't think that, you know, we should hate too, too much on uh, Mike McDaniel. Like, I know, um, like before this season, like Kyle Shanahan had that like horrible like record, like just a win loss record with the 49ers. and every like people were still like, oh my God, Kyle Shanahan's the best. Kyle Shanahan's the best. I get he took the the 49ers to the Super Bowl the year before, but he still had a really really bad record as a head coach, um, or not really bad, but not not it was a record under 500. Under 500. So not not a record you'd expect. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate too much on Mike McDaniel. I think I've seen some things you know that I really like from him this year. Um, tough division, some tough tough schedule down the stretch. Um, and you know most of these game like most of these games were were one score games. Like the Chargers twenty three to seventeen, Bills thirty two to twenty nine, Packers twenty six to twenty, and Patriots twenty three to twenty one. So. Clearly, they're missing like that clutch factor, and I think that comes from the quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not hating on Mike McDaniel. Well, I know where they can get one lightly used Derek Carr. So mm. that I mean, maybe he he did single handedly will his team to quote Colin to the playoffs yes. one year one out of year. ten out of nine. Yeah, or, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So uh-huh. maybe that's like an one time it was sick. It was it was really yeah. sick, and then there was, was the one time, time. he yeah. willed his team to like ten wins, and then they had to. The Steelers had to lose, and then the and then the Chargers had to yeah. had to tie, and then the tiebreaker, and then he made the playoffs. But that was him willing it. Yeah, but that, that was all point. him. Yeah. Like yeah. putting the team on his back and dragging them into the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then there was also the year that they had to put in Connor Cook because he uh-huh. got hurt yeah. at the end. So we can't yeah. forget that one. I guess would be right. the other point. Yeah, I want to yeah. go straight to Adam on this because. Um, it seems to me, like you could tell me, and Adam already mentioned it earlier, that the Cowboys could somehow get the number one seed. Like, sure, in theory, yeah. But it seems to me, like 95% chance, Cowboys at Buccaneers, round one. And you've seen what's been going on with Tampa Bay the last couple of weeks. For me, I'm not in. But I want to go right to you because I get the feeling that you're shaking in your boots over there. And, and I, I can't say I blame you because it's, you know, it's the boogeyman at the door. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, like, I I don't think the team is good. I'll get in front of it and say that. I don't think the team is good. But like, I feel like we even said this before the season. They're just going to like do whatever they need to do to like squeeze into the playoffs. And then they're going to start trying. And it seems like that's exactly what they did here. They just, you know, stayed afloat, stayed afloat barely won their division and now it's playoff Tom Brady and the Bucks again. So, I mean, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I'm just scared. I'm with you, Phil. Uh, I don't think their offense is good. I mean, they scored three of their touchdowns on three. You can call them busted coverages or just Mike Evans out running his DB or whatever. But also, I mean, Josh Norman, 
You know yeah. how I feel about Josh Norman. I think <laughs> but he's, he's back going. He's I think sick. he's a better barista than he is a corner in the NFL at this point. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess they, you know, Tom Brady still throw it deep. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw that away. But I don't think the offense is good. I really don't. I think it's all the play calling, to be yeah. honest with you, because they keep trying to do this thing where they establish Fournette and White. And to oh. me, the the offense is at its best when it's Brady with everybody else spread out because they have good receivers like Everywhere. Godwin, Evans, Russell Gage, Kate Otten. That's not bad. That, those are like four K. Fournette guys. is huge. Fournette is like a he's like a, a sixth lineman lining yeah. up out there. He's a it's monster, crazy. dude. I can't. Yeah. I I thought he like trimmed down. I don't know what happened there. So, yeah. <laughs> Alex, are you a Bucks guy? Um, I mean, when it's like playoff time and you got Brady, I think it's hard to count him out. But obviously, I haven't loved what I've seen from them this season, and it's hard to get behind them. I can see, you know, it's never fun to face Brady in a playoff game. Um, but I don't know. I just think the the coaching's been so poor, and and the game planning, and it's just it's just not a loaded roster. And I think I think Brady needs a you know a pretty dandy roster to to go to go deep into the playoffs. But you, you never really know with him. Yeah, hard to say. I want to go right to you on this one. This is our last one. Jared Stidham. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the star of the show today, really. Yeah. I mean, he was he was unbelievable. Almost four hundred yards. It. I called the exact everything about the game. You did. You locked <laughs> the Raiders, and it was a great pick. Yeah, no, it was. I'm actually pretty impressed because I went with the classic. This is going to be the old like Jared Stidham's pretty good game. Raiders still lose, but it was tight. Um, so yeah, I nailed that, not to brag. Um, and yeah, I was, you know, I watched a decent chunk of the game. I thought, uh, you know, he did. He did end up throwing two picks. Um, but, um, but I thought I thought it was impressive. I thought it was nice to get someone else in there for a change. Um, you know, he looked he looked okay. So, um, and you know, taking a taking a Forty ers team and and scoring what was it thirty four points on them was was pretty impressive. Like because they have a good defense, right? Um, and I think he was the first quarterback this season to actually put points on the board, um, in the last two minutes against the Forty ers this year in the fourth quarter. Um, Bro, so what so a stat. shout out! What a stat! <laughs> shout out Jared Stidham. Um, but yeah, obviously Raiders can't hold on to anything. Um, no lead. They can't, they can't close it out for the life of them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was an okay performance. I hope they're not like, okay, he's our starting quarterback. Like go that's, get CJ Stroud. Like go that's get what CJ I am Stroud, hoping. Um, <laughs> so I hope, I hope they're not like we found our guy. No, no. That's no. what I hope happens deep down. I hope they're like quarterback of the future. Let's just get like a placeholder. Like let's get Brissette as like insurance. Yeah, bridge. But, bridge. Yeah, but we've got our guy. Like <laughs> just in case there's a 2% chance he fails. So we've got Brissette. Oh, but... I want to, I also wanted to say Deron Harmon honestly could have ended the game there. Cause Brock Purdy absolutely, I think he was trying to throw it to Ayuk and he totally effed up the pass. And like, I don't know how Deron Harmon didn't intercept that. I think that would have been like with two minutes left, the Raiders would have had the ball with tie game Wait. after they scored that touchdown. So, uh, they, yeah, they could have easily won this game. Did Deron Harmon used to play for the Patriots too? Patriots West, baby. Yeah, Patriots wow. West. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. The whole squad. And Owen, you've been a, you know, Jared Stidham might be a new name to some people, but you've been riding since day one. Uh, yeah. So I used to be really into high school sports, like really into high school sports. Uh, and I loved high school football. And I remember Jared Stidham coming out. Uh, I think he's from, I want to say Nevada. That might be wrong though. 
Uh, it's been a while. But um, I used to watch. I don't know if you guys ever seen the like the Elite Eleven. No. No. Oh, okay. No. Nope. It's like a high school quarterback uh, camp led by Trent Trent Dilfer. Oh, it's sorry, like I have seen web this. series. Yes, yeah. I saw. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was on this like six. Like, They're all on it. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. Justin Fields won it. He beat Trevor yeah, Lawrence yeah, in the yeah. finals. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I used to watch. I watched like all of them every year. Uh. And I remember Jared Stidham. I just I thought he was next. I thought he was him. So I was like, let me. <laughs> I did the same with other hero. It was the same kind of phase where I was like, this is my guy. I did the same with a couple busts too, like Blake Barnett and Antonio. Um. Uh, Blakenly, yeah, I, I remember think, Antonio yeah. Blake. I'm still following him. Uh, I still Bro. see his posts. He's he's like working. Uh, he's got his own like restaurant or something now. But but yeah, he's a guy I, I, I've been a fan for a while. Nice to see him up. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, he looked really good. And then he did yeah. that cool audible thing that was like, "Whoa, this is a quarterback!" Like, <laughs> if he can kill a play this fancy, I mean, I'm in him or Purdy. I mean, I I think I have to go with Brock Nation, obviously, but. He he held his own out there, so credit to him. Pretty impressive stuff. Now, if we're looking at the playoff picture in each conference, and then we'll get into the helmets. Um, in the NFC, it looks like Philadelphia, despite the loss, will still buy. They need to win to do that. And then it looks like it's setting up for in the seven seed, a Green Bay win over Detroit gives it to Green Bay. If Green Bay loses that game, and Seattle wins against the Rams, then Seattle goes. Detroit still has a chance, but Detroit needs Seattle to lose and then to beat Green Bay. So in order of likelihood, it would probably be Green Bay, Seattle to Detroit. I think we all said Green Bay at this time. They're the team. And unfortunately, I mean, I was kind of hoping this would be the year without them, but, I mean, you just can't ever count them out until they're completely dead so good for them good run down the stretch if it is green bay in the seven though they're going to san francisco which we well documented the history there and i would love to see that personally that would be my dream round one matchup but out of those matchups here 49ers packers vikings giants bucks cowboys which one does it for you the most alex um i'd uh that's a good question um like Bucks Cowboys would be would be tempting. Um just you know, watching Adam sweat go crazy, it out. sweat it out with Tom. I, I think I'll go I'll think I'll go with the uh with the Packers 49ers. Just like that that'd be unbelievable. Um if if Aaron Rodgers were to go into San Francisco and you know beat Brock Purdy of all people, and I know you know he's an all right quarterback, but um it, it would it would be a little Mickey Mouse to me. Just like it's like I own like I own San Francisco like I came back and won this that's like you beat Brock Purdy like let's chill but I'd love to see him like just milk the shit out of that if he were to win um, against San Francisco you know so um, I'm I'm kind of rooting for that he might retire immediately after the game he might yeah before the divisional he's like all right yeah. I did it yeah. I beat yeah. the Niners on the road it's me any of those matchups jump out to you Owen uh, did you say Vikings Giants yeah you you in that. I'm in on that. I I just think the Vikings are gonna get pumped. I just can't wait to see it. I'm you, they they drop like a like they've had a couple games like there was the one today and then the one against the Giants where they just nothing goes their way and they get a forty hung on them. That's what I'm expecting against the Giants. Yes, I think as a show we should do something if the Vikings win a playoff game. Like I yeah. think we should make a real we should put some real stakes on this because we've been saying that the Vikings are the biggest Fugazis going. So I think there should be some some big factors here. But Adam, isn't it so Vikings that 
they would being as weak as they are, they would get the weakest matchup probably. Oh. I want to see Brian Dable take him to town. I want to see him just outsmart them completely. That's what I need to see on on what will probably be Saturday afternoon. That's usually the time slot that that game would feature. <laughs> Maybe in. morning. Maybe yeah. morning. Maybe morning. But the wait, Vikings are gonna be fighting for that. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's still a chance that uh, you know Ravens at Jags is is possible as a playoff game. So I think that one that one's gonna be the Saturday morning shift, but still a possibility. Adam, you're a longtime Aaron Rodgers guy. Would you sweat it out more for that one or for the Cowboys? I mean, Packers Niners would be a much easier game for me to watch, and uh, it would be entertaining. So I think that would be the a good Sunday night game to watch for sure. People forget that's your, your original Super Bowl pick uh, was Packers over the Colts. What was it? The, right. Yeah. The Colts. Yeah. Uh, hey. That's who it was. Yeah. What was yours? It was mine. I don't remember. Okay. I think it was the Chargers uh, against somebody. It was the Chargers. It was the Chargers. Looking good. What a great prescient pick that was. Yeah. I picked the Ravens over the Niners. Packers look good. Yeah. Colts. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. They're eliminated. That doesn't uh, matter. It's about uh, the winner. Right, right, right. Right, right. Um, in the AFC, Jacksonville, Tennessee, they haven't announced the Sunday night game next week as of recording. That's the only like winner takes the spot game, I think, of the because Detroit sort of has that tiebreaker with Seattle going. So I assume that that's just going to be the Sunday night game. It sort of is up in the air for the AFC because Buffalo and Cincinnati have yet to play. Cincinnati would gain a tiebreaker. They already beat Kansas City. Kansas City's already lost to Buffalo. So AFC is too hard to predict. Really, the only thing to talk about is the seventh seed, which is now available for New England, unfortunately for all of us. If they win over Buffalo, they hold on to the spot. Miami needs a Patriots loss, and they need to beat the Jets, but they won't have Teddy Bridgewater with a broken finger, and Tua's still in concussion protocol, so I would kind of cross them off. And then if Pittsburgh hangs on tonight and then beats Cleveland, then they're in play. It's possible, but to me, unfortunately, I think that can they all lose at least once, and then I think the Patriots would would get it. I think that's kind of the situation. So yeah, I don't see the Steelers um, winning against. I mean, Phil's gonna say they're the Browns, and the Browns are gonna brown. But I, that would be my least favorite team to see in the playoffs. Like I've said multiple times, I don't enjoy watching the Steelers. I. I think the Patriots at least bring some entertainment, even if it's like not cheering for them, just like watching Mac Jones is is like fun to watch, but I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I think it would at least keep me entertained for the game. I want to see, I think I want to see the dolphins in there. Well, they're probably the entertaining factor. Yeah. Is Tua Does he still have a chance to come back or is he out? He For could. his sake, I hope not. But I right think he, I think they might just trot him out there. Um, yeah, I'll, I think I'll go with the Patriots. I agree with Adam. I wouldn't necessarily cheer for them, but it would be fun to even see like Bill just frustrate the heck out of an offense that thinks they're like super elite. Um, just come playoff time, that's kind of what he does. But just cook some stuff up. So, yeah. But pit, like Steelers, no, and then Dolphins are just like like you said for Tua's sake. I'd rather not see him in the playoffs right now. I'm still a Tua guy, but let's workshop. Let's go back and uh, let's go, you know, work in the offseason a little bit and we'll get back at it next year. My favorite thing about Alex's Tua fandom is he was out until the guy flipped the video 
And then he was like, all right. That's true. That's still, yeah, that's my, like, one of my main takeaways from the NFL season is the the video flip. Now I view everything very differently. (laughs) The two of fandom started right there. Um, We're in the helmets. Now, here's the interesting thing about the helmets. Two interesting things. Can't really keep the helmets going into the playoffs, but we also haven't done the helmets in three weeks. So there's a lot that needs to be changed around, I would say. But now we're also at the point of the year where you kind of have to think about it. Like, how do we want to remember the team? You know, like, what do we want their final sentence to be? Like, where should they be placed to finish it all off? So it's all kind of into consideration in the elite zone. The teams that won Dallas, Kansas city, San Francisco, the team that lost is Philadelphia. Is there anybody that you think needs to get out, Alex, or do you think they're all good to stay? I'm good with everybody to stay. I know the Eagles lost, but um, uh, I'm good with everybody. I think everyone's been um, good over the over the last stretch, so I'm I'm fine with keeping everybody in elite. And Gardner Minshew, not yeah. good. Yeah. Not I good think at all. I think if I'm going to be honest, sorry, I don't want to come off as a hater, but the whole like Gardner Minshew stuff's like pretty cringe to me. If I'm being honest, like. He gets one start a year and like all of social media is like, whoa, like he looks like he's from a Top Gun movie, like with the mustache, like he's wearing like the fighter, uh, like the bomber jacket, like the USA, like Eagle, like, oh my God, it's so cringe. He's getting like a week 16 start against like the the commanders, like pump the freaking brakes. Let's let's relax. Yeah. It's I really could, cringe, honestly. I, I think that's a good take, but. I'm still holding some shares, even though he looked real bad today. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's like better than some guys who start. So I'll, I'll give him some props for there, but he didn't really look good. I think Adam, you're the Dallas guy. So, I mean, they did beat Tennessee. They beat Philadelphia. Where do you stand heading into the playoffs there? How are you feeling? Yeah, I think um a lot of people, a lot of our haters on the show wanted us to uh, demote Dallas. Jeff sent a text today saying that we're going to make a new tier to up great Dallas because he's just very salty about what happened to his team but um I'm happy with where they are I think this is um a good definition for their season for sure yeah I'd say if we had been moving them consistently they might have gotten moved down but the last two weeks where we weren't moving uh helped them out a lot like I think the win against the Eagles was good and last they took care of business so I, I think they're elite for sure as well still yeah, I I agree with you completely because I would have been down to move them down after that Houston game, but they you know they they kept fighting around. I think Kansas City's an interesting one because they haven't really put their best foot forward lately, but I still feel like they'll just turn it on come the playoffs. But yeah, I don't know. They haven't really looked like the team that they were even six weeks ago. They look a little bit worse to me now. So I don't know. They're kind of an interesting one to monitor. Um, Cincinnati obviously hasn't played yet, but I don't think anybody would object to them being there. In the good zone, this is going to be a tough one to sort out because the Jets and the Lions are in there and the Dolphins are in there. The Lions so, are good. I think we missed. I think we, we got, just missed. We missed on the Jets for sure. I was, not, I was not on the Jets, I have to be honest. I yeah. know, but... The Jets are so easy to miss on because every time they lost, they didn't start Mike White. And every time they won, they started Mike White. So we're like, obviously, they're a good team with Mike White. And then they start them this Well, week. I think at one point, they'd lost three in a row. And I was like, I mean, if you guys say so, like, <laughs> they've lost three in a row. And you keep saying they're really they good. They were good and losses. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
Well, they that's, are really good. They just don't have a quarterback. They are I, the team that that's the still no like should go. I'm not going to buy this. They don't have a quarterback. Like they're starting. Well, what's like the, what are the other holes on the team? They're starting Ty Johnson. They're running him like. 12 runs a game what do you mean they're starting Ty Johnson. They're they're running Ty Johnson <laughs> into the ground, dude. What do you mean? He's like gets like five touches a game, dude. No, Bams, he, he, Bams led the, he led the backfield in touches. And how many times yeah. does that happen this year? Today. Like one time? What do you mean there's go back, dude? He's not our starter. He might have touched Bam this week, but he's we have three. Dude, I have Bam running fantasy. Backs. I was uh I was not happy with the past two weeks. It was the Ty Johnson show for the past two weeks. Yeah, well, here's the thing I'm saying. If you're the free agent quarterback, they're getting Brees Hall back. Garrett, like, that's the team you go to. I don't think we were wrong about them one day being good. I think we just got too excited. Or we overrated White Mike. I think that's what happened. I think yeah. we saw White Mike. And now when Alex said those three straight losses, like, I tricked myself in my brain Whoa. now that I'm thinking about Why did I think that them, like, playing to a draw with the Vikings was some sort of grand declaration True. about we are yeah. here? I hate it's the Vikings. This is classic White Mike is every, I guess it's only happened two years in a row, but he'll come in, throw like four <laughs> touchdowns, look like prime Peyton Manning. And then it is classic White Mike. throwing t- like balls, like eight feet above receivers heads for the next three weeks or however many games he plays. He's like, um, he's like gingerbread. Like he's good every like three months. Like, yeah. And then, and then and like the eggnog. garbage. Yeah, yeah. Eggnog. That's better. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm okay to put them all down, but if you want to keep, if there's all? a vote to keep Detroit, but here, what's your issue with Detroit? I like Detroit. I like them a lot. Yeah, I just don't. I, I like they did. They didn't play well outside last week, and it seems like every win they get is indoors. And it seems like anytime what? they play a close game, they kind lose. Of cope is that they only win at home. That's your they argument. They only win at home. They only win at home. Dude, they won like they they lost the Bills and the and the and and the. And the Bears, and they won every other game they played the since like October. They got they got dog walked by the Panthers. Or sorry, sorry, they beat the Bears and lost the sorry the Panthers is what I meant. Yeah, they have those two losses since like October. The Lions, I'm definitely. Yeah, I love record speaks for itself. They're eight and eight on. <laughs> record recent record speaks for itself. I, I even when I was saying that, I knew that sounded stupid. I, that's what I wanted to say. Though. Like over like the last couple. Recently. No, no, I see what you're saying. The Panthers yeah. game is the reason I can't have them in good. Dude, but like, come that on. was embarrassing. Then they moved like... the, move the Cowboys down because they lost the, because of the Houston game. Like, what are we doing here? But they won you the can't Houston game. Apply the same logic, but it doesn't matter. They, they got were like blown 14 out by point the favorites. They got blown yeah. out by the Panthers. And if you give if you believe in spreads, then 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 the then the Cowboys got blown out by the uh by the Houston Texans. Right, they're fourteen point favorites, and they won by. What, I, three I never points? said anything. They lost about to the. the they lost to Jacksonville. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying they're not equivalent situ- situations. Okay. Yeah. All right, Alex, get in there, bud. Uh, let, let me get in there. So the thing is, um, I can see what Owen's saying, but they're gonna play the they're gonna play the Packers in the last week. I think the Packers are absolutely gonna crush the Lions. Like it's gonna be like they're gonna run circles around them. Um, Owen did say the Lions I, were gonna lose. He said that too, so he agrees with you. And I, like, and I think yeah, I think the possibly. Packers are a good team, and I think the Packers are gonna beat them by quite a bit. Honestly, and I don't think it'll be a close game. So that's why I'm 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 okay with moving the Lions down because let's just get them in frisky. Because I know I, I I don't think they stand a chance in that last game. Okay, think- and that's fair. What my the point I just want to make yeah. is that. 
if we're going to apply the logic that, you know, you need to look at a team over a wide sample size, it has to be applied to every team. You have to take context into situation and it has to apply to both wins and losses because you can't, I can't look and turn around and say to somebody, Hey, we think your team's bad because they had this really bad loss to this team. Meanwhile, we're, we're not applying it to, to another team, right? It has to be, uh, to me, good is something that you observe over multiple weeks. It's same with every other category. Yeah. I mean, it, Lions are definitely the team I feel the best about of that three. But at the same time, to me, I don't think they don't like to me. It, sure, we make fun of Minnesota. They're 12 and 0 in one score games. But also at the same time, in one score games, Detroit does not have a good record. Like they have to beat you by 10. To me, they don't have multiple ways to win because they're oftentimes, and I love the guy, but they're playing an uphill battle in the coaching matchup, to be honest, in a close game. So, and I hate to say that about the guy, but it's true. So, okay. Well, I'll concede the fact that I might be overruled here, but uh, I'm going to just, I want to declare, make my take, plant my flag here. I think Detroit's a good football team. I think they're well coached. I think they have very few holes overall, and I I would not move them down. If so do you great. think looking at the season overall, you would put Detroit as like a top eight football team? Uh, Well, overall, no, but. They also are a different team now than they were eight or nine or ten weeks ago. They were. One that's why six. we. Ha- that's why we move the helmets. That's why we don't just place them. Otherwise, why even place them inter? Like, why change them? Just make the ranking at the end of the year. That's not you what know we what? do. That's no, not you the point of it. Me. I'm. I'm down to keep them where they are. So, no, I'm not saying don't do it because of me. If you guys don't want to, I'm just. I need to have a clean conscience on the Lions. You know, I can't go to the grave with that take. <laughs> we can give them a prove it week. Yeah, prove it week in the frisk zone. Week Literally. 17. Yeah, in a yeah. must-win game against the Packers. <laughs> prove it. Okay. <laughs> against Aaron Rodgers. I love it. Okay. I love this idea. On the prove road. On the road. On, the... on the road. Win outside. Oh win outside. Yeah. What is... Okay, okay, okay. okay. Honestly, yeah. if they went on the road in the freaking frozen tundra, they're elite. Put them in elite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's an Fast. elite win. That's yeah. an elite win. That's a statement, super statement. Yes. Okay, I like it. All right, so mark that down. Um, so then, what are we doing? Okay, Miami Frisk, they're an obvious Frisk to me. Yes. On their day, they can play with anybody. When it's not their day, they'll fight it out with the Saints. Um, the Jets. Dink. Down, down. Yeah. On serious mode? Yeah. <laughs> this is Maybe, hard yeah. for Owen. <laughs> it's hard to say, but I, I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I just can't yeah. take them seriously with their quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, they've put up a total of nine points in the last two weeks. Like, <laughs> which like is sad is... because they are, they're such a, they are a good football team. Like, yes. on paper, except, yeah. you except know. for Ty Johnson. <laughs> Ty Johnson's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not Zach. I like the reports. We're not going to shop Zach. G- good, because nobody's going to want him. You can just cut him. Uh, that's that's good. That's all you need to We're do. We're not going to let him go for easy. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, all right, Zach. Um, Buffalo, like, I'm okay to put Buffalo back up, because I think Buffalo Same. can win the Super Bowl. Same. So I think yeah. that's an easy one. Sure. Yeah. All right, let's put them back up. That leaves the good zone empty for now, but guess what? It's going to get filled up because I like some of these Frisk teams. And I actually and like, some of these unserious teams. I like teams. some of these unserious teams, too. I like one of the poverty teams, too. I can't lie. It's been a wow. long time. Oh, I do, time. too. I do, too. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I noticed him down there. I mean, this is tough, but when you go away for three weeks, what do you expect? This like, is fun, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We're basically it's, redoing the entire thing. It's like thing. a time this capsule. This is a lot more fun than yeah. doing it like the week to week. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like maybe we should do this monthly. That's yeah. the idea. Um, then there would be a lot of prove it weeks. Anyway, <laughs> Frisk Zone. Teams that won. Chargers, Patriots, Giants, Seahawks. Those are winners there. I'm good to keep them all where they are except the Chargers. I want to put the Chargers up. I think the Chargers are comfortably the fourth best team in the AFC, in my you, opinion. We're not we're not moving down yet, right? Not moving From down, Frisk? but just up. just up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think the the uh like we said kind of downwards trending on the Giants, but I mean I think they're frisk. I'm I'm down. I'm down to move yeah. them up. I think oh, they're frisk no. too. Lost the Lions. Just frisk. Yeah. Wow, get shot down at him. That was like <laughs> flying a drone over FedEx Field, dude. Bonk. They lost the Lions and beat Nick Foles. And what was the game week before that? <laughs> um they the, beat the Durs. The Durs. They beat the, the Durs. Durs at night. Oh yeah, that's doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I, like to me they're textbook frisk. And me I too. actually I read the reports this morning that they're going to try to extend Saquon and Danny Dimes. I actually like that plan. I think Danny Dimes is actually not bad as a, like a, literally like a 3 for 80 like a Mike Glennon type of bag that the Bears gave him. That's the type of deal I would give Daniel Jones. I think that's fair in my opinion. Yeah. He's earned it. Patriots I'm good to keep them where they are. Same with Seattle. Seattle has not put consistent performances on the field for me to want to put them in the good zone. Yeah. 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 Frisk is good for them. Yeah. yeah. I think it defines them pretty well. But the Chargers, is anybody against putting them up? No. I am, but you guys go for it. I actually tend to agree a little bit with Alex. Like, they haven't played anybody good with this new, new their receivers. But I think their quarterback has looked a lot better in the last couple of weeks. I, I don't know. I just, when I think of the Chargers, they're just so textbook frisk. It's almost like the Baker Mayfield like carousel. Like, I'm yeah. just waiting for them to start disappointing again. But everyone is textbook frisk to you, Alex. That is true. But, like, <laughs> well, here, here, here's what I'm saying. Here, if we think they're, would you say they're a clear four in the AFC, Alex? Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you got to Cincinnati, me, Kansas City. Are. I agree with you. So that I would say, if if we have Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Buffalo in elite, no, a I'd clear put, four uh, would probably be good. I think I'd put I'd put the the, uh, the Ravens, the Huntley Ravens, just with Lamar, just oh, with, with Lamar, Lamar. yeah, because he's back right in the playoffs. Yeah, for the playoffs he'll be back. And just like with Harbaugh, Lamar, like I've seen them do more in the playoffs. I think so. I wouldn't say it's clear cut. I'd say I'd say I, I if I'm picking between them and Baltimore, I like Baltimore more. I think they're good. I just think they're simply a good team. Personally. Yeah, I think they're good. I like their I like uh Dicker the kicker too. He's electric. He hasn't missed yet. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Three for good. One for the frisk. We'll put them up. Um the Ravens are in here too. They have I mean their results kind of TBD. Let's just choose them on uh on Wednesday. I'm okay to just just put them Bookmark in the undecided yeah. for now. Like the week that we forgot to rate six teams. Um the teams that lost Minnesota and Washington. The Commanders, yes. shout out to them. They unveiled their new mascot, uh, Major Tutty. I don't know if you guys saw him. Looks great. Um, really good stuff. And then they followed that up by starting Carson Wentz, who threw three garbage interceptions when it made no sense that they were starting him. And then Ron Rivera went up after the game and said, wait, we can be eliminated if the Packers win? Oh, yeah, tough. So a bit of a tough look for the Durs today. I actually want to put them in the poverty because that's how I want to remember them this season. <laughs> yeah. They're, if we're talking state of franchises, they are king poverty. So, what? 
Yes. Why? No. Because no. where are they going? They have they have no quarterback. Their their coach is a dead man walking. Their owner what? is like going to prison. I don't see any. Re- they have a terrible name. <laughs> All right. So I mean, I think. Okay, hold on. So starting Carson Wentz in in a like must win game is very heat. I think that was a very <laughs> poor choice, and like that was the most predictable. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most predictable thing that happened this week. Like very, like, very. We called it like 10 days in advance. Like we knew this was gonna happen. Um, <laughs> but I, I I don't I can't sit I can't say sit here and say like they're not going anywhere. I think with like a quarterback change, I think they could be a pretty good team. Like Owen said, I think they have some really good stars on defense. Chase Young missed entire entirely the entire season. Um they have scary Terry. Um, I think I just think the coaching and the quarterback are really, really subpar. And when your coaching and quarterback are subpar, like I don't think you can expect much more. But I think all around they do have a talented team. So I don't think I'd put them in poverty, but I would put them in unserious. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with unserious. Although if it I don't I want to keep them in frisky. I would keep them in frisky too, to be honest with you. They have a good defense, a good receiving core like pretty good running backs. The only issue is that they chose to start Carson Wentz and their coach isn't great. And but if they didn't choose Carson Wentz, they're going to start Heineke. Who's also bad. Like they just don't have a quarterback. Like, really? No, I, I agree with you, Adam. I'm saying, yeah, every, they're the jets to me. They're everybody else. They have a great team. They just are missing a quarterback. Although the jets are better. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll jump ship. I'll jump ship. I'll go uh, frisky. Let's okay. Go. They'll Let's go. stay there. <laughs> I got outvoted. It's fine. Vikings, I, I said on Sirius earlier, like, I, I don't take them seriously, but they are kind of frisky, so I'm okay to keep them there, but they're not good. I think they're unserious. I, I, I said this on, on the right. show. Yeah. Cool. Let's put them down. Okay. Yes, no like explanations ago. No, <laughs> we I mean, said that a few weeks ago. We did. So we, We're the Vikings guys. We, we hate the Vikings. So yeah. I was hoping you were going to, when you said, like you texted us before the show and you said, come with an open mind today. I thought we were going to put them in poverty, but oh, that's, that's how I was dream opening big, my mind. Dream but big. I was. All right. But yeah. Unserious will do. Down go the Vikings. Also shout out to, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau for doing the, uh, snow sick. angel next to Nick Foles's like last breaths. That was, <laughs> that was unbelievable stuff. Um, he even looked over at him and then just kept doing it. He was like, Oh, he's doing it with me. Like, no, he needs a stretcher. <laughs> um, unserious zone. Here's where we have two mistakes. Well, maybe mistakes. Tampa Bay and Green Bay. They won this week. Now they're in the playoffs. They are well, in the playoffs. One of them well, is. Green Bay soon to be. I'm okay to put Green Bay in the good zone. And Tampa is textbook frisk. Yes. Two for two. I agree. Yes, I agree as well. All right. We'll make that happen then. Cleveland, Atlanta, Tennessee, Carolina. Those to me can stay in the unserious zone. No. I don't, well, which one do you not like? Cleveland needs to go up. I, I know I know we uh, hate Cleveland, but they need to go up. They're a frisky team for sure, 100%. Because they beat Washington? Putting together some decent performances. They lost last what? week. They lost. Yeah, they literally lost. Had a yeah, didn't they lose the week the before Saints. then, too? They yeah, beat the they Texans. The That's their win. They lost to the Saints at home in an elimination game. All right. And Deshaun Watson is brutal. He's terrible. He started oh, like. I, LeBron wouldn't agree. Oh, yeah. My bad. 
Yeah, LeBron LeBron actually, I liked how he tweeted it, and he got so much backlash that people were like, he's going to delete the tweet. And then he just doubled up and posted a picture of him on his Instagram story. Yeah. That, was, that was a really interesting <laughs> strategy by LeBron. So there's two, there's two teams in here that obviously have to go down, though, Indianapolis and Arizona. Yeah. Arizona with Kyler Murray, King unserious, without Kyler Murray, just straight poverty. And Indianapolis is maybe king of poverty, if you ask me. Yeah. So they both got to go. The fact that they ever made it out of poverty is just outrageous. It's on us. It, I mean, we we spent the whole season bouncing them between unserious and poverty, like back and forth, literally just ping pong. So it's on us. That was a mistake. Now in the poverty zone, I think there's two obvious that have to come up and maybe two? even four. If what? You ask me. Whoa. Are we thinking? There's, like, there's I don't know one. how you came to four teams. Like, I'm still trying to figure out where the four teams came from. Like, Jags <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the second. Like, Phil wants the Bears just, to go to elite. No, no, no. Just, just give me the one that sticks out to you the in Jags. that zone when you're like, looking at it. The Jags. Like, I think that's the most simple. Like, I, I don't really know who else I'd, I'd be moving up that much. I Like, what you guys think the Rams are like? Uh, no. Like, like, no. So, I, I don't know. Definitely I'm not the Broncos. Wait to hear what Phil's four teams are because this is this is nuts. <laughs> like, okay, I, maybe I think just four was Jags. overzealous, maybe. But where do you want to put the Jags? Where's your suggestion? Where would I put the Jags? Um, Say it. I just I'd just keep them in a unserious. They gotta go up a little bit higher than that. <laughs> they're not that sick, guy. Like yes, they they're are. pretty sick. They're pretty sick. Four like, in a row. Like. I'm keeping like I think I'm just gonna keep them in. I was uh, here. I was gonna say good, so we could split the difference, maybe. I was gonna <laughs> say good. I was gonna say frisk. So I guess the tie break goes to good. They beat the Titans by a lot. Beat the Jags or beat the Cowboys in overtime. Uh, was great blew win. out the Jets and then blew out the Texans. And did beat the Lamar Ravens shortly before that. They did beat the Lamar. Ravens. Okay, okay, they're frisky. They're frisky. I didn't do my. Sorry, I haven't been keeping up with the Jags lately. I think they're good, personally. Well, I could be. I'll. I'll. I'll you can't. You can't tell tie. me the Jags are better the than the Chargers. No, no, no. I'll break the tie. Well, I can tell you they're like the same team. They're pretty similar. I'll break the tie and say frisky. All right, we'll put them in the frisk zone. Prove it weak in their. But they're high frisky. Game. They're frisky plus. All I'm saying is I just think you got to be cautious with the teams like the Jags and the Chargers, just like throwing them up and giving them good. <laughs> They're like rattlesnakes. Well, I mean, Colin Coward says literally every single week that Trevor Lawrence is the best QB in the NFL since, since week Thanksgiving. Nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, since, since Thanksgiving. Nine. He loves yeah. that one. And he's okay. th- and he said that like three weeks ago, and it's still true. He just Dude, keeps he, playing well. The other well, day so. he pulled out a since week four stat. He was like, Colin, just add the first three weeks, man. It's not that big of a difference. <laughs> it's pretty – dude, he was like – he was like, everybody knows this. There's three seasons in the NFL season. There's yeah, before Thanksgiving, there's after Thanksgiving, and then there's playoffs. Everybody knows this. And since Thanksgiving, Tre- Trevor Lawrence has been the best quarterback in the NFL. It's like his favorite Raw. take. So, Raw. All right. So he's been great go- for the second NFL season of yes. the season. Up go the Jags. Now, if you want to hear my three, I'll give it to you rapid fire, and you can just shoot them down one at a time. I think the Saints are unserious because I think yeah. they're pretty physical and they play hard. And I don't no. like them, and I don't think they should keep their coach, but they have six wins, and I think that they have like a little bit of uh, – they have more you know, power than the other teams in, these division, in this division. They would beat the teams in this division. Agreed. 
No, I can't get behind that. <laughs> I can't get behind it either. All right, so they stay in the poverty zone. Just a two-vote system. If they two votes in, they're staying in. Um, I think the Raiders should go to unserious. Even though they have a season-long sentence, I do think that the things that they do are very unserious. Like bringing in Stidham and him being really good, like that's not poverty. That's unserious in my opinion. Like it's comedic to me. That's or like why winning on a, a walk-off lateral. Yeah, exactly. Like they are the funniest team in the league to me. Like everything yeah. that they do, like I was fully convinced they were going to win today just so that they their own draft pick could get worse and they could have like a still cling on to their 0.01% chance of making the playoffs. I was fully convinced it was going to happen. So to me they're no, I think we're just poverty. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Last one and this is a scorch. And I told Owen be ready for a take today. I think the Rams are unserious. And here's my take. I'm not so sure that I wouldn't rather just have Baker Mayfield at this point than Stafford. I'm not going to lie. Stafford plays like five games a year, and Baker Mayfield, they've actually gotten some good stuff out of him. They, they bring the good things out of him again. Like, to me... You're falling into no, the no, cycle. It's been You're falling into the cycle again, guy. No, Four but to, like McVeigh has gotten consistently more out of he's getting it's like the Browns 2020 Baker, which is fine. And that it's not so much as like I love this version of Baker. To me, it's I think Stafford's on like the last five holes here. And I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want to be in that business. It, I mean, you know, he was fine. He wasn't great this week, but he's been really good. I mean, last week was maybe his best game as a professional, what you could argue. Yeah. Um I think the way I see it playing out is he probably resigns at the Rams because there's maybe two or three teams in the entire NFL that would give him a shot as a starter, maybe less, maybe like one. Um, and maybe I don't zero. think those are <laughs> probably most zero. likely zero. Yeah, maybe one or two. But uh, I don't think that's a good situation for him. I bet you he stays on as a backup and then hopes that Stafford retires before 2026 because he – I do think like this, he, this is a good situation for him. Like I think he – Whatever, whether it's scheme or coaching or or, or or surroundings, I think he plays better with this system. This is the most that they're getting out, uh, this most that a coach has gotten out of him since that Brown season easily, and he's throwing to Brandon Powell and Higby. So, and Cam Akers, who was dead. So, I, I to me, I, I'm pretty impressed by what they've gotten out of him, if I'm being honest. That's what I liked. So, I want them in on serious, but if you guys wrote them down... <laughs> I was getting ready for uh, like what Adam said. Like uh, I think the Bears are a good take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, much more tame. What's the vote? I'm good to keep them in poverty. Me too. Yeah, I'll keep the Rams in poverty. <laughs> That's what I get for being <laughs> ambitious. Okay. Um, but I so see the vision, Phil. I see the vision. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad yeah. somebody saw it with me. So those are the tiers. We've got the tiers. I'll fix up the helmets and we'll get those off. And uh, I think we might have had one team in the good zone, but that's okay. That's uh, that's all right. That's how it shakes up sometimes. Sometimes yeah. that's the way she goes. Good. You're either elite or you're frisk, and there's no in between. <laughs> yes. That's just the way it is. Um, other stuff. Last day of fantasy football today. Adam, you obviously talked about it. You were in the championship game. Did you win? Well, it's not over yet. Oh, what's the projection? Well, then we can't ask. Well, I can win. <laughs> I win as long as Joe Burrow doesn't drop like fifty-six points tomorrow. So, so I, it's I have a ninety-nine percent chance of winning. Oh, but okay. crazier things have happened. Good thing I asked the follow-up then. That was <laughs> yeah. important. Um, so I just pre- don't like celebrating too early because I've been. Waiting I respect for that. that. I respect yeah. that. 
That's actually a good trait to have. I like that. So I hope you get the win. I hope he Joe Burrow does not have a Mike Evans performance. Thank um, you. I unfortunately lost in a in a high stakes league. I don't know how I did it. And um you I got started last... Mike White. Yeah, I started White Mike. Um it wouldn't have mattered if I didn't start him. I would have lost anyway. <laughs> um and I'm gonna go to Denny's this Friday and I hope. Uh, I hop. And I'm going to have to spend 18 hours in the IHOP and then at one pancake is an hour off my time. So, yeah, it's, I mean. Was this strategic? Are the IHOP pancakes smaller than Denny's? Is that why you? No, I don't have much. It's all you can eat pancakes and I'm not trying to pay for the pancakes. So, like, to me, it's a better deal to go to IHOP. It is better. That's what. And they're not that small. They're like regular sized. Like same as Denny's? I don't think I've eaten Daddy's pancakes. They they look the same. I I did some research here. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Same size. So Adam already knew the answer to the question. No, I just yeah. checked. I he I it was like a quiz as you were answering <laughs> it, Owen. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going on Friday. Um, I did talk to my dad about this a few weeks ago in the event that I did have to go, and he told me that uh, Joey Chestnut eats salads the only salads the day before he eats his hot dogs because apparently it cleans out your insides or something i don't know um so i'll be eating salads and lots of water and uh, i'll let you guys know where i stand on wednesday when we do that show but i'm pretty disappointed like i'm i'm really upset that this is what it came down to to be honest it's brutal so that's tough man. i wouldn't wish that on anybody but hey hey i would i would do <laughs> Do you have a plan? Like per hour, how many are you trying to get down? Here's like, I don't like pancakes. They come in twos, right? Well, I don't like pancakes at all. Like it's, it's a little, it's a thing that I don't like. It doesn't like go down well for me. It hurts my stomach. Like I I have a lot of problems headed my way is the point here. Like I'm trying not to think about it, but. What, What if they close before the 18 hours is done? Like, what if you can only get two down and then they close? Then you, I say you got to redo the whole thing. Yeah. So you should probably yeah, just call them ahead and just you, be like, dude. and be like, hey, I'm doing this challenge just so that they don't kick you out. Like, who's this guy just spending 18 hours here? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I think I'm... that's the reason it's Denny's because they're open 24 hours. So people like you can spend. People like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guys, that'll take a while. Yeah guys like me i mean it's brutal i don't know what else i can say this is just terrible like i i really honestly didn't think it would get to this point but here we are and if you want to come visit me maybe i'll give an exact address to the fans so if somebody wants to come visit me on friday they can do that because i'll have the time maybe that's what i'll do um but yeah i guess that's the end of fantasy football um georgia tcu in the finals pretty fantastic set of games on new year's eve if you ask me i mean if you were lucky enough to get to watch both of them and weren't too busy i mean wow what a set of games i know owen had his eyes on them so minus 13 for georgia in the final is the uh spread is there anything you're cheering for or leaning towards no they're really they're great games i watched more of the the tcu one which was really interesting Usually the playoffs kind of suck, I'm not going to lie. Like, usually it's like Alabama just cooking the four seed and then the two and three game aren't that interesting. But these were, like, really, really fun games to watch, both of them. So um, I thought CJ Stroud played, like, really good. Uh, and it's unfortunate his kicker missed there towards the end. But, um, yeah, I'm going to – I'm cheering for TCU. So I'm just – I kind of don't like Stetson Bennett. He's, like, 28 years old, like, playing against 18-year-olds, and he's like, look at me. 
Like, yeah. look, look at what I do. He I'm might him. gritty if he wins. I'm him, so he might. He is 25. Hey, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We'll just round to 29. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, quick maths. Just roll yeah. him up. Yeah. Is he gritty yet? I mean, he's he's about to when they win the national championship. Yeah. That's going to be a tough scene. And for all. the other thing is they're tight end. So Stetson Bennett's like 25, and he looks like he could be, you know, 22, whatever. But then their tight end is like 19, and he's bald, balding. It is. It is very weird. I really don't want Georgia to win. So go TCU. I'm also on the yeah. Horned Frogs. Like, if you're there and you're never there, I you kind of have to cheer for them, you know? Like, TCU's yeah. never yeah. going to make the national championship again, so you might as well root for them while they're there. <laughs> Alex, your boy, CR7, he made it official. He's going mm-hmm. to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. $200 million a year. Now, if you break that down, I, I wrote down the stats, $16.7 million a month, about $4 million a week, over half a million a day, $6 a second. But the really exciting stuff, one, he's joining your boy Abubakar on, yep. uh, on LBC. Yeah, nasty. Yes. Nasty. So they're going to form a nasty duo in the, in the up front. And then they had a guy who was wearing number seven, and he wouldn't give it to Ronaldo, so they just terminated his contract. They're like, all right, you're gone. Ronaldo gets number seven. You don't even get to give permission. So that was a pretty good move by them. But I mean, this is a why. Why do you think he's interested in this outside of the money? Like, is this just him giving up? (laughs) I don't think there's any other interest besides money. Like, I don't even know why. What else would persuade him to go play in Saudi Arabia? I thought the whole time he was like kind of Champions League was on his mind. Um. But I was surprised he couldn't even get a a place in like Port- Portugal, Portugal, um, Portugal. with like Lisbon or Portugal. Porto or any of those teams. So pretty pretty sad uh, how it ended. I think he had an interview like three four years ago where he said like they asked him they're like once you get to the point where like you're not elite anymore like like what are you gonna do? He's like no I want to like finish off with like high club competition, and he said it's it's it'll never be about the money clearly it is for him um he, but i can't blame him like it's it's still a lot of money no matter how much he's made it's still quite a bit of money so i mean good for him and um like yeah i guess like he'll i guess i think saudi arabia plays in the afl which is like AFC, a different variant of uh champions league so i guess he can hold that over messi like yeah i have afl goals and champions league goals so f you so yeah that's my take is the AFL on like Fubo or something? Oh, oh, geez. God knows. <laughs> Good luck finding that one. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where to begin to search. Adam, what's your take on this? I mean, this must have been a pretty brutal month for him to be to be honest. He's like, I'm gonna leave United and I'm gonna sign with Chelsea or a Champions League team, and then Messi wins the World Cup. He's like, ah, you know what? I'll just go to Saudi Arabia. It's fine. I I don't have much more to say about this but i just wanted to um let you know that i'm pretty sure you got ball sacked on the number seven guy getting cut yeah that's not true dude that's like two in like four episodes or something (laughs) for me it's hard out there phil it's a minefield (laughs) out there ever since the blue checks man it's just brutal Yeah, the guy who was rocking seven just changed his number so they didn't cut i fully got sacked wow (laughs) <laughs> you know, I got to take a lap or something, man. That's brutal. But 
I mean, I do, but I'll take a lap after this. Uh, LeBron's birthday. He dropped uh, 47, 10, and 9. The Lakers won. But little known stat, he also had 47 points, right? 10 rebounds, 9 assists, 68 Instagram stories posted. So quick celebration. And then he had two great quotes after the game. Quote, I've been scoring 30 and it hasn't worked lately, so let me try 40. That's a good one for LeBron. And then he had another one where he said, I told Dennis Schroeder, pre-game I was going for 40 so a, a little new cap and then if that wasn't enough he wrought in the new year on Savannah's Instagram story it's a video of him he was playing Madden by himself Vikings versus Colts he was the Vikings it was against the computer so um, pretty exciting way to bring in the new year for LeBron on Madden 23 so which one of those jump out to you the, the most I like the 68 stories because I just think it's so cool. He's like, I want to acknowledge every single person that put on their story, like, happy birthday. So, yeah. Like, that takes a lot of time. He's just probably, probably on Instagram just reading, reposting. It probably took a lot of time, so I respect that. I respect the labor he put into that. 68 stories posted is is quite a bit. Do you think That's probably was... not even, like, his record either. No, I don't think it is. I mean, we know Dua Lipa had the 82-story banger around this time last year, and there was the 100-story Von Miller performance that I chronicled. But uh, this one is is the bronze medal right now. I think he settled because he knew that he couldn't catch the other two. Alex, do you think it's a cap that he that he told Dennis Schroeder pregame he was going for 40? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. I mean, it's just a part of him now, the cap. So, you know... I don't think he can get rid of it anymore. It's just cap. He's like, oh, just nonstop capping. Um, so I love how it's like, like Dennis Schroeder, like out of all the people, like you tell Dennis Schroeder, like, like, yo, I got to go tell Dennis. Like, where's Dennis? <laughs> He's on the court warming up, like runs out. Yo, 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 like, let me, like, I'm dropping 40 tonight. So, um, yeah, I definitely think it's cap. Adam, is there any of those that really gripped you there? No, but I saw the uh, I saw the post game interview where he said he was going for forty, and it was it was pretty funny. Like he's he's clearly in on the joke now, so it's kind of nice to see. I don't know that he is personally. I think he is because his teammates came up, like he was talking to the reporter, and his teammates came up, and they're like, "Oh, he told me before the game," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I told them before the game I was going for forty, so." I think I, he's in on it. I think he really believes it. I think they told him like <laughs> as a joke. I think they might be in on it, and he was like. Yeah, I did, dude. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I told him I was going for forty. Yeah. I kind of wish. I kind of wish like they like uh, players would be more sarcastic with the media. I feel like that'd be so much fun. Where it's like yeah, inside, I agree. like all the yes. teams just know, like it'd be really funny. Like they could make this like really fun and just drive the media absolutely crazy. Um. So yeah, I'd like to see the Lakers maybe go even even crazier with this sort of stuff. Yeah, try to drag the caps out of them, dude. That would be yeah. lit. I'd like to see that. Now, I mean, this can be as quick or as short as you want, and then we can kind of wrap it up here. But uh, Alex and I did see a movie oh, on God. Uh, I Wednesday forgot we were night. Even doing this, but yeah, yeah, oh yeah. After the uh, show, Alex and I took the trip to the theaters, and we saw Babylon, starring Brad Pitt and uh, Margot Robbie. Um, I'm a Brad Pitt guy. People do know that. So I went to support him at the theaters this time around. And Alex, maybe if you want to just walk the people through kind of just tell me what the movie's about. Let's start with that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the movie is centered in like 1920s Hollywood. Um, 
and lit. The, it's lit. <laughs> so wow, like let's watch that. Um, and essentially, what happened? Like the whole point, I guess, of the story <laughs> is like it's three hours, and the movie takes three hours to show us like how they transition from silent movies to the talkies is is what they what they called it, which is just from silent to to sound in film um and wow was it boring and wow did none of the scenes make sense and i didn't understand the point or like anything like they'd show a scene i'd be like oh was that like supposed to be meaningful like no um half of it was honestly just like they kept trying to go for like shock value but it really like it, for me and phil it didn't really work i thought it was just stupid um the stuff that that they were showing in the film so um you know three hours and then yeah the movie kind of ends and spoiler alert there's a there's a scene of avatar um in the movie yeah in a movie they, that's based in 1920s hollywood they so, made sure to clip some avatar in there for you i thought it was an abysmal movie and it was definitely one of the worst movies i've ever seen um i just can't believe they were in the cutting room and they were like no 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 like we're, we're at we're at we're at two hours and 30 minutes and then the director's like no 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 like we need to put this scene into we need to put another scene another scene. and they like get up to three hours and this movie's just awful so yeah i don't i don't get it it was really bad don't go watch it no I, i'm going the other way dude go watch it and make sure you, you like brace yourself for an experience because this has this has morbius type potential is really yeah. what it has yeah it was an amazing experience just like watching scene to scene and being like oh it's just not connecting like, they're, they're, like there's connect just no story here like we're, <laughs> we're just throwing it in there and seeing what happens they didn't even like you could tell they couldn't get margot robbie and brad pitt in the movie like they, they couldn't like organize their dates because they never had a scene together they were just two <laughs> concurrent stories going on at different times going back and forth it was an unbelievable movie the first scene it's pov of an elephant just dumping on you, dude. Like it's yeah. it's just POV. You That's look up and it's just the butt, and then it just yeah. it just comes flying out at you. Yeah. So go see this movie. It's really something you'll never see again in your life. And that and not to spoil, but that last scene, they just start throwing. Ra they start clipping random things like 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 Terminator Avatar, two, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Like they start just throwing in clips from other movies. And then they do like a countdown to like, and, then, and that's not <laughs> even the worst part. Then they just start flashing solid colors on the screen, like yeah. just the whole screen just went yellow, yeah. red, green, blue. What the hell? Like that made no sense. Oh, and then like you time. think that's gonna be the end of the movie, and like it's gonna end? No, they go like, back to the character one more time after yeah. that, after showing all those movie scenes and giving us like solid colors. Like, oh my God, it literally was not connecting at all. It made no sense. Like, I, I couldn't hold my laughter in it anymore. Like, I was like, like, like laughing like really hard at some of those scenes, just how poorly connected everything was. And like, I'd ask myself, why is this scene in here? And I just laughed my ass off. I didn't know Alex told, I didn't know much about the movie, but Alex told me before Toby Maguire is going to be in the movie. <laughs> And like two hours, 30 minutes in, it just dawns on me like, where's Toby Maguire? Like, I haven't seen Toby Maguire yet. And then with 20 minutes to go, you get introduced to Toby Maguire. Yes. And, and it's a screamer. Yeah. So, I mean, if you guys have any questions about this movie, please ask away. I mean, I, I'd be happy to disclose as much information as you want. Um, I mean... I can't tell if you guys are trying to avoid split. I just want to know the context behind like why 
other movies were in this movie. Like, I think it was, was like trying to tell homage, you. like an homage or something. But I don't get the colors. I don't really like. But like so it's the clearly movie like stopped. a tribute. It's a tribute to cinema. But, but it was it during the movie? They're like, oh, let's watch all. Like, was it part of the movie or was it like? No, no, no. Movie stops. Yeah, movie stops. Movie stops. And here's a movie restarts. random like two minute video of all these clips. What were all the clips? Like Terminator, Avatar, uh, Jurassic Park. Probably yeah, some. And then the movie movies. restarted. And then, and then yeah, and then you in, think it yeah. like end, you're like, okay, this has got to be the final scene. Because then when the like the colors started flashing, I was like, okay, this is it for sure. I was like, they're just waiting on the credits now. Yeah, there's I'm like, okay, now the credits are gonna then they go back to the like kind of main character one more time. Like, yeah. Oh my god. So you guys would say don't watch it's like not something you would watch with your family. No, probably. no, no. Don't watch this it with is, your family. This is the last movie I would watch with my family. There is <laughs> okay. 95%. It's actually good. Of it is actually a great warning yes very useful yeah do not watch with your family although i do okay. got it one other thing i want to tell the people you're like the first scene takes so long it took like half an hour to get oh that done. too yeah and then they do another scene and then they do another scene after that and we're 45 and, minutes into the movie and then the screen goes black and then it just says in big letters babylon like welcome to the movie 45 <laughs> minutes is intro we're here let's go I mean, it was, uh, it was but, an experience. Um, Phil, I was listening, I think I was listening to, I think it was Bill Simmons, um, his pod, <laughs> and he watched, he likes his fair share of movies too. And he was saying, like, yeah, that was awful. Like, Damien Chazelle, like, <laughs> what a horrible job you did, my friend. Um, so I'm glad Bill's on our side too. He's the one that did La La Land, right? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, he has good movies, which is weird because he did Whiplash too. And Whiplash is a great movie. Oh, true. Yeah. But this was just a disaster. This one's crazy because everybody either like people say it's the greatest movie they've seen all year or like the worst thing they've ever seen. I think there's more like it's awful, but yeah. I, but I've I, seen some I have people... seen some like, wow, what a masterpiece. Like what? Yeah. I've seen people say like Damien Chazelle is, is him. Like he's him. He's him. There was zero. Movie. There's not even an H in this movie in regards to him. <laughs> Oh, and I, I really recommend that you watch this movie. I, I was I fully you, planning on it with You my will family. get a kick out of this. Oh, do, no. I know. That, that's why I was saying, now maybe we watch Avatar. The first scene. There's no, Owen, oh, I'm not joking. It's like a literal porno, bro. Yeah. <laughs> For half the movie, literally. Yeah. That's a good to know. I actually did not know that. That's there is an up. unbelievable amount of nudity in this, and it's so unnecessary. It's like. Like Wolf of Wall Street level? It's so over the. Yeah, they try to be More like extreme. Wolf of Wall Street. Project X. Wow. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood. It's and it's so bad. It's like this jumbled mess that makes no sense. Oh, and it's really like they watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and they were like, all right, we can get Brad and Margot Robbie. So let's just take those two, put them in our movie, and then like let's incorporate some Project X. And then like how do we just make it like let's, let's get the have- Spider-Man guy? Yeah, let's get the Spider-Man yeah. guy. And, like, we don't really have a story, but let's just, like, go have some fun out there. Like, yeah. let's just, yeah. it, it, just, it's really it's Just really roll the tapes. Just roll the camera and let's see what we catch on tape. <laughs> yeah. the li- it's so predictable what they're going to say, too. Like, it's all unreal. the actors. It is so bad. So if you enjoy that type of thing, go watch that movie. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, Happy New Year to the people. I It was a difficult show because of all the helmets, but I give it a 10. 10. 
Love to hear it. Love to hear it. We'll be back picking the next games on Thursday, which will be good. Looking forward. We got one more week of football left in us. It's very sad. Can't lie. But hey, playoffs. So exactly. Just yet. Yeah. That's the spirit. And then maybe we'll get into a breakdown about I don't what know. We do next. Yeah. What we do next after that. Or, you know, what if if everybody here is gonna be able to watch the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll get into yeah, a breakdown. Maybe about that some of us might episode. not be able to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that next episode. All right. Deal. All right. Talk to you guys Wednesday.